The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Welcome to the Black Girl Burnout Podcast. Today we have a special guest, and that is Shantae Grant. I'm really excited to talk with Shantae because Shantae is a woman committed to helping humans transform how they plan, schedule, work, and live. She's been featured in Forbes and Essence and is the founder of The Best Today Company, which is a wellness tech company that helps customers worldwide harness the power of proaction and intentionally live healthier and more happy, and intentional lives. She's a former attorney, a business owner, a mother of two, so she understands the unique challenges that women experience when it comes to time. And because of that, Shantae is on this mission to help consumers optimize their time, their talent, their resources without being overworked, feeling overwhelmed, or being ineffective at managing their time. Shantae is also a podcast host. She hosts the Best Today podcast, where you're going to find weekly episodes to empower and equip you to live a life of intention, center your humanity, and make time your ally instead of your enemy. This week is filled with a great conversation from Shantae about her own personal journey to opting out of struggle, how she leverages her products to do that, and how she ultimately cultivates a joyful, professional, and personal life. Let's check out our first part of the interview. For a long time, I've been a writer. Hi, Shantae. It's so great to have you here today with us, the Black Girl Burnout Podcast. Let's get things started and have you. I always like to have a guest introduce themselves uh, because I think you all do it probably better than I could. So tell us who you are and, and let us get to know you. Great. Yes. Thank you so much. Um, yes. My name is Shantae Grant. I am, um, among many things, really a woman on a mission to change the way that women in particular, but all humans, but I do focus on women, think about themselves, plan, schedule, and live their lives. Um, one of the ways that I do that and accomplish that is through my company. It's called Best Today. Uh, we create resources and experiences that empower and educate women on how to overcome overwhelm, burnout, and really just the overall busyness of life that comes when you aren't living with intention. And so that is a huge focus of mine and a huge value of mine, which is intention. Uh, so we have physical products, digital products that we use to help women to live and work more intentionally. Um, that looks like our planner, which allows you to think about your health every day, as opposed to living your life one to-do list at a time or journal, which gives you a place to reflect and to check in and remind yourself that you are a person who's worth knowing. Um, just our weekly podcast, the Best Today podcast that gives encouragement and guidance on how to live with intention because um, the world isn't giving you the handbook to that. As you know, through your own podcast, you're aware of that. Um, and so that's where I spend a lot of my time uh, professionally with Best Today. I'm also a mom to two under a 10 and a four-year-old. I'm a runner. 
Um, I'm a person who values connection and relationships, um, shoe shopping and brunch. So those are just a few things uh, about me. (laughs) Brunch is important and very important work (laughs) and tied very closely into what is one of the tenets of this podcast, which is opting out of struggle. And, you know, I say this every time, every time we have a guest, that's it's my belief and kind of my mission to reframe the true legacy of Black women and to give Black women options that you can opt out of a life of struggle and a life that is overwhelm, overwhelming and leads to burnout, right? So there is clearly some intersections here in the work that you do. And I kind of want to just take a step back before we get to your work, which we I want you to talk about as well. Yep. But it's like, what how do you see this concept of opting out of struggle, right? Leaving behind overwhelm, leaving behind the things that ha- lead to burnout. How did that show up within you in the first place to make the decision before you even got to like business? Clearly you had to be someone as an individual on a path to prevent overwhelm and struggle in your own life. So kind of walk me through like how it started for you as an individual, which then led to this larger mission and this this actual business. Yeah. Um, well, the first big thing that I did was I opted out of living by this definition of success that was sold to me by a world that cares very little about me. Right. And I had to first be aware of that. I left I started my career as a, an attorney. I um, worked for a law firm here um, in town for a number of years. And then I realized that I had spent a majority of my young adult life checking off boxes. You know, this is what someone says you should do um, with this this degree. This is what success looks like. This is um, a successful income, all of these things. And I realized that I was almost entering into living by default, which is something that I teach strictly against. And it took seeing it in my own life and having to really make a decision that for a lot of people, you know, oh, you spent so much time going to law school. Oh, you're so bright. We thought you were going to be this. We thought you were going to do that. Coming to a place where I had to opt out of everybody else's expectations of me and think about my lived life because it was me on Sunday nights that around three or four o'clock, literally mood change, miserable thinking about the fact that in the morning I have to go to this place with people who I don't all particularly enjoy um, to do work that really isn't that meaningful to me, um, to build my life in 0.6 increments. I didn't want to do that anymore. I wanted to opt out of a plan that I set up for myself. And I think that's also important to note is that you can opt out of something that you might have chosen for yourself when you decide and notice it's no longer what is right for who I am today. It's not, it doesn't align with the life that I want to live, you know? So I had to figure out what living looked like to me and pursue that wholeheartedly. And that is exactly what I did. I think that doesn't fit into who I am, what I want, the season of life I'm in, my values, the way that I want to live my life. Um, I have to completely opt out of those things. And doing so allows me to live with the joy um, that is just so necessary. For me, it's a part of my health. It's, it's joy. So for me, the I think the biggest thing that comes to mind is when I made that first decision to opt out of a career um, and a and work that I thought I would be doing for a significant part of my adult life. Yeah, I think that's really important too. Is that I, I do think there's societal pressures, and like you said, there there are outside forces that make us choose the life that we live. But mm-hmm. oftentimes, when we're about to 
leave it behind or make a big decision or we're burned out or whatever is the impetus for this, like looking at our life, is that we don't realize we, we might have a little bit of guilt or reservation because we might say, well, I chose this, particularly when we're talking about careers and high achieving people, right? It's like, well, I chose this. This is the path I've been dreaming of. But this is what I thought I was going to do. And there is a sort of heartbreak on one side, right? Particularly if you've had a dream and you've been like, oh, this is what I thought I wanted to do, right? It's not, it's what I want to do. It's what I thought I was going to be happy doing. But it is important to, like you talked about reframing that. Yes, I chose this life for myself, but you can then also unchoose it, right? You can also do something different and not let those other expectations of folks stop you from living the life that you want. Yeah, and allow yourself to change. I think the best lesson I learned from that is we will change. It's not even a matter of if I will change, but we will change and evolve. And that's growth and living things grow. And for me, I was that was a moment where if I, I feel I know I made the right choice and it was a tension because there was that tension of someone who was competitive and who wanted to check all the boxes. But I had to let that go because I realized I was following a path that I didn't even define, right? You know, if you go to college and then you go to law school, people say, this is, you know, get this and then go get that. And I'm one who's like, oh, that's the best thing. Watch me get it. But then I realized it's not the best thing for me. And also who said that that's the best thing and why did I believe it? So it's just ha having the, 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 I don't even know, the strength, I don't know the what word, to ha do those questions and really, make a choice that was uncomfortable, you know, and a risk. But I always will take a risk on myself. I'm I'm a sure bet. I always say that. So but it really was. Um, I think that is one of the just most defining moments in my life and one of the best decisions I could have ever made. Black representation in media means everything to me. Black girl burnout wouldn't exist if I couldn't look to other Black women in this space that came before me for inspiration and education on how to create what I've created. Well, if you're looking for the next generation of influential Black voices, look no further than NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. In this collection, you're going to hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and how people have created world-shifting things out of struggle. I just listened to an episode with Tracy Ellis Ross, where it talked about how she's iconic and she's our favorite rich auntie. The episode was inspirational and educational and, of course, funny. It is important for us to hear ourselves and to understand the power of Black women and their voices and how much we can truly create. This new series by NPR centers the story of us in a way that hasn't traditionally been done. With Black Stories, Black Truths, you will hear a range of voices as nuanced and as varied as the Black experience itself. And it's also a reminder that our story should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR, wherever you get podcasts. I don't know about you, but I have opted out of struggle when it comes to meal prepping and eating high quality food. With ButcherBox, you get incredible deals on premium cuts, deals as good or hard to come by at the grocery store. I know for myself, I do not 
like having to plan out everything I eat and then also be concerned about the quality of what I'm eating. When it comes to ButcherBox, it means less trips to the grocery store for me. It means knowing immediately in my freezer what's available and feeling confident about what's in there. It's about the value that ButcherBox offers. I mean, where else can you get free protein for a whole year? With ButcherBox, you don't have to worry about what's for dinner. ButcherBox is offering our listeners their choice of a weeknight meal essential. Three pounds of chicken thighs, two pounds of ground beef, or one pound of premium steak tips for free in every order for a whole year. Plus, get $20 off your first order. Sign up today at butcherbox.com BGB and use code BGB to choose your free offer and get $20 off. Yeah, I, I think that is part of it. There's a there's multi parts to this this evolution and this pivot change, right? And yeah. pivoting is that you're realizing that one, you have to bet on yourself. One, you have to recognize that you you might be on autopilot, which I think a lot of us when we're at the verge of burnout, we're having this like flashpoint decision to make. Like I've got to change. Is that we yeah. realize uh, who is a dream? Am I actually living? I know I said it was my dream. Yeah. But whose dream actually is it? Is it mm-hmm. when I think about the things I want my life to be like and where I want to go with my life? Is it this? I, I'm not quite sure. And then therefore, then it's the reframe of is this then your dream? And it leaves mm-hmm. space for you to think about what is your dream? And so for you, it's it was leaving behind this kind of typical traditional law, uh, law school and lawyer life and pivoting yeah. into what you do now. And so tell me how in, in the business sense, in this business that you created, you are helping women opt out of struggle. Yeah, I think for me, I just want women to understand that it's available to them. I think the world has done a beautiful job of making us think that from age 27 to 60, it's just supposed to suck. We're supposed to be busy. We're supposed to be stressed out. We're not supposed to get any sleep. We're not, you know, and that has been sold and it works, right, for people at the top because then, Oh, they know that they're just supposed to work, 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 work. Right. And it's right. Just, and they only have, you know, the weekend to try to get everything else done and then come back. And maybe sometimes we actually want them to work on the weekend, too. Right. I feel like that is the story that has been sold so well. And I want to be a loud voice saying lies. I want to be a voice saying even if you decide to be the person who stays at the law firm and do that, that you still have a right an opportunity to live a life of intention. You still can focus on your mental, emotional, physical well-being. You still can put out boundaries. You know, I work with people who are in full-time school, full-time jobs, and we still put in space to make sure they're taking care of themselves first so they can bring their best person to the schoolwork, to the, you know, the company. And so I want people to understand that it actually is possible. Like you can opt out of the default living because that's what I call it. You call it autopilot, but you can opt out of that and actually design a like life you love, even while working within, you know, someone else's system. It's just setting your own boundaries, being really clear on what it is you want so that you can set the tone. It's not, oh, I'm following, you know, I'm following what everyone else here is doing. No, this is how I've said I'm going to set it up. Here are my boundaries. I'm going to do excellent work here, but I'm also going to live an excellent life because I don't live to work. Work is just a part of my life. And that's what I'm trying to put out into this world um, that it's possible because I really think a lot of people have bought into, I just have to be exhausted, especially then if we get into mothers or parents, that's a double. Like I have to now choose, like I can't have both or I can't do this or that. And 
I just want people to understand that there are more options than like the two that the world has offered us. Um, That's really what I want to help people to opt out of, to use your language. Yeah, it's so aligned with what, you know, this podcast is about. And really, we are very much parallel and intersecting missions because that's that's it too. It's like, it's just the opt-out is the concept. It was just letting people know there was another option it wasn't a or b there was a c called no yeah and you know i've interviewed people before we had somebody else on uh dr cassandra dunbar and she talked about how she just grew up expecting that adulthood would be mean being exhausted and she said i saw my mother and she was like she did all the great things and did all of these things but she wasn't she was exhausted she was tired and so she's like i inherited that belief that she had to unlearn that that's what adulthood is. And I do think that that's yeah. something that's embedded in our culture and even more so for black women, like even more so. I Absolutely. see black women, I, like when I talk about like a healing legacy is uh, so much of us have seen mothers and grandmothers who were loving or supportive. I mean, not everybody had that experience, but a lot of people did. They say, oh, my mom loved me. I know she did. You know, my mom did the best she could. But we don't really talk about our mothers as being joyful as yeah. being fulfilled, right? Because we saw them trying to just live a life and exist. And I think yeah. we're in an, we have the option to honor their work by choosing something mm-hmm. different, right? And by, but we Absolutely. have to know that that's even available to us to choose yeah. a difference, right? And that's so much of what you do sounds like it starts with that piece. Like, do you know that you can have options, even if your options is very traditional? There's still an option where you have boundaries. There's still an option where you are successful and not overwhelmed. Like it's not an and or, well, if I become successful, I must be miserable. Or if I become a mother or find a partnership, then I'm going to be exhausted. It is like you, it's an and. You can have a life and you can have your professional dreams or your personal dreams and still have some kind of internal joy and happiness. And so I think that that kind of, messaging is the core of what we tell people when we're saying you can actually opt out of struggle and this doesn't have to be your life. Absolutely. I mean, that's it. And I love what she said because it's so true. Um, you will repeat what you are taught or what you see by default because yep. that's kind of just what you think life is. And that's why I'm so adamant about my children seeing the multiple sides of me. I am their mother and I. it is an honor to be their mother but I am more than a mother. I and I and I say that all the time. I'm more than a mother. I'm more than a wife. I am more than a daughter. I am so many things. First and foremost, I am a human who just in my ownness needs time with me because I'm also my favorite person, which I also tell them. Um yes. so I think it's important for them to see these things. My four-year-old, I remember when he was three, he knows when I go out to the garage and I turn on my Peloton bike, no, no, no. This is my time. I'm not clipping out of this bike unless the house is on fire. So if I will set you up, but it's like, if he sees that and he will say, oh, mom's in the garage, she's doing her workout. He understands what that means. They understand in the morning until I walk out of my office when I'm done with my quiet time. If you happen to get up before me, you're not coming in here. This is the time I need for myself. And it's just allowing them to see, they come to my, they see my work. It's, I want them to see that's their story to be different basically, right? I saw my mom in so much fullness. I saw her with her friends. I remember she would go on solo staycations. I saw her as more than just the woman who took me to school and picked me up and made the meals, right? I want them to, 
to be grateful that they am more than that. Because when they become, if they choose to become parents, I want them to know they can be more, they are more than that. And I think that's so important to model. And we have to really be intentional about it with our children or we'll fall into that default as well. Agreed. I, I Beautifully said. And I think it takes intention. It takes effort, but it's available and there, right? And it's just all about the steps to get there, which she sounds like that's the core of what you do. And and I really love this kind of brings us to this what we're going to talk about next, which is that you are consciously making choices and your professional and your personal life to to opt out of struggle, but also opt into, you know, what I consider mm-hmm. our true inheritance as black women, which is joy. So let yes. uh, we're going to pause here, but we're going to come back and we're going to talk about how you are opting into joy in your professional life. So that's it for today's episode. Here are a few ways where you can support this podcast. First things first, if you haven't, subscribe and follow the podcast. We're streaming on all major platforms. That's Apple Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, just to name a few. Subscribe and get each new episode as it drops. Secondly, subscribe to the newsletter. We have a monthly newsletter that is chock full of goodness and updates, as well as first access to all the giveaways we do here at Black Girl Burnout. Are you following us on our socials? If not, what are you waiting for? You can find us on Instagram and TikTok at Black Girl Burnout and on Twitter at BLK Girl Burnout. Last but not least, make our day and leave a review. Your five stars truly give me and the team so much energy and we appreciate you so much. Until we speak next, take care of yourself and take care of each other. Oh, that I have to say, close the door, close the door.